Chapter 10 of Anything You Can Do by Randall Garrett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Anything You Can Do, Chapter 10 Like some horrendous, watchful gargoyle, the knipe crouched motionlessly on the shadowed roof of the low building. A short projection from the air conditioning intake was wide enough to keep him from being seen from the air, and the darkness of the roof prevented anyone on the street from seeing the four violet eyes that kept a careful account of all that went on in the store across the way from his observation post. The lights were still on inside the shop, shedding their glareless brightness through the transparent display windows to fall upon the street outside in large luminous pools. The Nipe knew exactly what each man remaining inside was doing, and approximately what each would be doing for the next few minutes, and he watched with the expectation that his prophecies would be fulfilled. He had watched long and made a thorough study of this establishment, and tonight he expected to attain the goal for which he had worked so patiently. This raid was important in two ways. There were pieces of equipment he had to get and they were in that shop. On the other hand, the raid was, and would be, basically a diversionary tactic. Now that he had located his real target, it was time to create a diversion that would draw his enemy's attention away from his immediate surroundings. This would be a raid that Colonel Walther Mannheim could not ignore. Two men came out the front door. They spoke to someone still inside. So long. See you tomorrow. Then they walked down the street together, conversing in low tones. The Nipe waited. Not until a fifth man stopped after he opened the door and flipped a switch on the inside did the Nipe make any motion. Then he flexed his four pairs of limbs in anticipation, but it wasn't quite time to act yet. The interior lights of the shop went out. Then the man carefully locked the front door, setting the alarms within the shop. Then, serene in the belief that his establishment was thoroughly protected from burglars, he too went down the street. The Nipe waited a few minutes longer before he left his observation post. All was normal, he decided. The time for action had come. The Nipe moved cautiously along the alley toward the rear of the building that was his target. The night watchman had returned to his cubicle, as he always did after his preliminary inspection of the building's alarm system. He would not leave for some time yet, if he followed his habits, and the Nipe saw no reason why he should not. Carefully he approached the rear door of the little optical shop. End of chapter 10